Did you hear Richie's watch just go off again? I don't know if anyone else has got an Apple Watch has got the same problem, but you spend most of your time slapping your wrist telling it to shut up. I do. Uh, and little tech question here. If you, if you own an Apple Watch, have you found over the last three months it's been more needy, been more urgent, been more chipping in? Uh, because you're right, I, I'm, I'm slapping it all the time. Yeah, sometimes while we're talking. Yeah, and he just piped up. You heard him for yourself there. It reminds me of. Do you know the the William Burroughs book, The Naked Lunch? Yeah, no. about that? There's, there's a there's a bit in that where there's a guy whose whose bum starts talking. Oh, so he says a couple of words now and again, the bum, and then the bum starts interrupting him at dinner parties or finishing his punchlines. And I wonder that whether the the watch is on is on a route like that. Maybe it's going to start. I don't know. Overruling you when you're talking to your, your wife or your kids or something Are you like that. Saying my bum overrules. No, your bum overrules. I mean, you've got that's an entirely different conversation. <laughs> it does its own thing. Yours. Here's the rest of the daily takeaway. Yeah. This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. Triumphant show today because I can I can tell you something that's going to help out a lot of people. I got told last night uh, that uh, something that is new to the house is the greatest gift I have given in the space of eight years. Wow, that's uh, that's quite an accolade, isn't right, it? So if, if you're in a relationship and you you need to pull out a gift to wow somebody, you need to listen up right now. I bought a brand new label maker for the house. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. There's a few things that went through my mind that could have been, and that was probably up there. Yesterday evening, when I got home, Natalie said to me, this is the greatest present you have bought me in eight years. Wow. A label maker. Wow. She had been going around the kitchen, labelling up every single cupboard, every single shelf in the fridge, every single shelf in the freezer with this label mark. It had only been in the house for... About two hours. So what, what do label makers look like these days? Because I remember in the 80s, you had like a disc that you turned and clicked. Yeah, my is it mama, still the same tech? My mum had one of them. No, this is uh, this was 25 quid off of Amazon. Right. Um, and it's it's electric, and it just, it, it spits out a thing. So you, 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 you type type on a screen. Yeah, yeah. See what uh, the, the label is you're, you're creating. Then press go, and it just spits it out on a tape. Why well, hasn't, you know, tech has advanced. It's like the Enigma code trying tech to write advanced. stuff before, isn't it? See, look at you. You're now being wowed by the label maker. Maker, just as Natalie was last night. It ain't going to she... send me to my phone on Amazon, though, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> no, but if, I think if I brought one in for you tomorrow, because I haven't got one on order for you, I reckon within hours you would be saying, this is the greatest present you've ever bought me. Sorry, it's just popped up on Twitter now. Have a little look at Absolutely Ready as a photo of it. It doesn't look exact, anything like what I thought it would be. It's, no, it's an actual, it looks like a, a modern printer. Exactly. It's, it? it's proper tech. Greatest present you've ever been bought? What is the greatest present anyone has ever bought you? About two years ago, my other half, Katie, bought me a, a bag for cycling. Yeah. It's quite it's quite boring. But it, it's just really oh, it's really waterproof. I just might end it here. <laughs> what am I saying? Honestly, I reckon you would love oh, the label maker. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you're really getting off on a waterproof bag, yeah. I think you'd love a label maker. Who am I to think I'm better? <laughs> give me your phone, I'll order it now. Let's what get it is done. the greatest <laughs> gift anyone has ever got you? Zach has tweeted to say 400 bags of pork scratchings. Just imagine wow. being given that by someone as a gift. That's amazing. That's not, that's not just a, like a, a, a grab bag. That's a lifestyle choice. Exactly. Uh, there's a few people getting in touch now sending in photos. I, I was concerned it's going to go like this. People <laughs> sending in photos of their label makers. Uh, Chris from Elgin's got one, and his is, uh, is even bigger than yours. From oh, this is photo. it? It Indeed. is. I, they, they look like, I'm kind of, my mind's blown by them a little bit. They look like scientific calculators from the, the mid 90s GCSEs. I'm going to bring mine in tomorrow, I promise. I, I'm sure that the, the make is Texas Instruments. 
Tom in St Neots was trolley bags, a game changer for keeping up with cashiers in Lidl. I d- dare to ask, what are trolley bags? You must have seen people with trolley bags. I've never seen a trolley bag before in my life. They are like cube-like bags that you put straight into your shopping trolley so you can go around the supermarket, right. stick the stuff in as you scan and go along, pay at the end, and then you just lift them straight out of the trolley into the back of the car, sorted. I feel like on Amazon, right, there should be certain purchases that send out like a, uh, uh, like a pre-designated warning text message to all your close group of friends. That's <laughs> <laughs> to check in on you. <laughs> Just to check you're okay. Uh, we've got Andrew on the line right now. Wants to share something with us. Andrew, tell everyone what the best present is you ever what you ever got when you were a kid. Well, it was a, a train set that I got given when I was eleven. Yeah. I've been asking for it for five years because um, I was actually desperate to get it. And yeah, I'm still playing with it, and I'm 56. Whoa. Whoa! And have you added to it over the years? Like Rod Stewart, yeah. I've seen photos of his train set. It looks pretty big. Is it? Is, have you added yeah. to it? It's not in the Rod Stewart kind of style, unfortunately. It's not as big as that, but it's, 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 it, gets, it gets, kind of gets bigger. And then I was working away a lot, and it gets smaller, and it gets bigger. My son's got it now. But to be honest, I play with it more than him. Wow. I, I, I'm assuming it was given to you by your parents. What that They would never have imagined, 45 years on, that you would still be playing with that present, let alone your children themselves. I know, I know. And, and uh, the, I mean, it's the same trains as well, it's, same three trains, although actually it's a bit kind of like Trigger's broom in that it's had a new motor, a new chassis, um, just the body. It's not new. A bit like the Sugar Babes. <laughs> so <laughs> so the other thing is then, what's, what's your kind of number one, your most cherished train? Because we bizarrely enough, Richie and I were talking about this the other day, they're, they're incredibly expensive, these things. What is your most cherished little uh, train that you've got? It's, a, it's a little blue one. <laughs> That's all I could tell you about it. A little blue steam train, it's a shunter and it's fast. And that was why I always loved it when I was 11, because it was so fast. A fast shunter. Yeah, I know. And, and normally, normally shunters, as you know, I don't need to tell you this, are no. not that fast. No, it's slow and powerful. But this one actually out, out, outdoes even some of the intercity ones on my set. Do you guys want to take this to the forums? <laughs> Save the chat for the forums. I'm jealous, Andrew. Thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you very much. Neil is in Farnham, and it's a bagel slicer. Never had a wonky bagel since his wife bought him a bagel slicer. I didn't even know that was a thing. Do you know what, right? I, we, we have bagels a lot in our house, and I'm going for a terrible kind of stretch of cutting bagels quite badly to the point where it's become a household joke. You need Neil's wonky slicer. Do you ever get that in your head sometimes? Like, you, you crack a couple of bad eggs, yeah. and then you, you think, oh, I don't know if I can do it anymore, I've lost it. It's because you're tense. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's also making you crack even more worse ones. Uh, Joanna's emailed us to say a spy Spider Hoover. It says it looks like a lightsaber. It has a little motor in it to hoover up the spider so you can get rid of it without touching it. It's a total lifesaver as I hate spiders. My mum got me it as a joke present years ago, but it's genuinely the best gis- gift I've ever received. Didn't even know that was a thing. It's amazing. I'm going to get one. Uh, Jane, tell us, greatest gift you've been given. It was a outfit that makes me look like I'm riding a sheep. A sheep? Yes. Well, how does an outfit make you look like you're riding a sheep? It's got, um, you put your legs in. Right. And that's the. Tra- you can talk about trousers now, right? Yeah. So the trousers are the sneak. Mm-hmm. And the sneak is carrying um, some false legs coming out of its little. <laughs> what was the thing. comedian called who used to pretend to be on a bird? Oh, Bernie, Bernie Clifton. Bernie Clifton. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of like that. So basically, this is Bernie Clifton in sheep form. Yeah. <laughs> Can we clarify the word? Are you saying sheep or sneep? 
We call them Snapes. Why do you call them Snapes? Because my husky, when she sees sheep in the field, she gets very excited and shouts, Snapes. Okay. Your husky? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's one of them days, isn't it? It is one of them days. It's all going on today, that's for sure. So there's a lot to, there's a lot to unpack there, but we appreciate it. The greatest present you've ever received for Andy Gove, an elasticated belt that has no holes. Game changer in the belt world, he calls it. The hell's he, a toddler? <laughs> What's he got? <laughs> Daffy Duck patches on his knees. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. It's time for what has been a big moment. I've been looking forward to this moment for, for some, some time, actually. As you know, uh, I've been on the lookout for a show mascot. A little, a little thing, a little emblem, a cheeky, fun knockabout character uh, that we can have in the corner of the studio. And, you know, sometimes when it's tough or it's dark outside or it's cold and not feeling it, we'll look into that little character's eyes and it'll give us all the kind of inspiration that we need. Uh, I've been on Facebook Marketplace a lot looking at different things and I've come across uh, a doll that uh, is in, was in Southend for 10 quid. Right. And I just, as soon as I saw it on Facebook Marketplace, I thought, that is it. That's the Hometime Show mascot. Richie's going to love this. Right. Uh, and as I mentioned on last night's show, uh, I drove over to Eastwoods, that uh, area of uh, of Southend this morning, uh, with my youngest daughter, Stella, and picked up the doll. It's in, a, it's in a cake box, and I've brought it in today for you to meet uh, the doll for the first time. Yeah. And I've carried this in on the train with me. Big old box. It's a big old box, uh, and on the front of it, it says, I love you, Grandpa. Mm -hmm. So I want to say to you, Richie, uh, please introduce yourself to our brand-new show mascot, Grandad. I'll put my glasses on, hold on. A little bit of music there. Let me open the box so you can see him. Yeah. And he's sat in a little seat there. Yeah. And this is a a, a, a <laughs> <laughs> limited edition granddad. <laughs> he's lovely, isn't he? He's in a rocking chair. He's got a little pair of grey trousers on, little booties, slippers, I presume. And uh, he just—I don't know about you. I, when I see him, I want to sit on his knee. And who doesn't love a granddad? <laughs> Can you imagine now if if he's in the corner of the studio whilst we're we're doing stuff or whatever? Remember when Depeche Mode came in? What an icebreaker to say, have you met granddad? You paid ten pounds for that. He was ten quid. Oh! Oh, oh no, he's just. <laughs> Grandad's just fallen out of his chair. He's fallen out of his chair, and his head has smashed to pieces on the desk. You're kidding? I'm not kidding you. This is awful. His head. Sm look, the Grandad's head's gone. <laughs> That's ten pounds down the drain. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> He's in his little seat and his head's come off. And For about the last 75 minutes, you've been saying this is going to be a lucky charm, a lucky mascot, and you've just smashed it. This is terrible luck for all of us. It's, it's two hours on the train with him today now. <laughs> He's got no head. <laughs> this is awful. What are we going to do? <laughs> Something funny? <laughs> Can I... <laughs> I was, I was about to try and say I am sorry for laughing so much because I feel bad that I did. During the last three minutes, I regret my reaction, but... Uh, <laughs> it's it's right, you've been laughing right the way through that song. really funny. And I had music, I had the music and everything. <laughs> You're crestfallen. You're generally... You, you are genuinely crestfallen. I'm so sorry for your loss. His head has shattered into about <laughs> seven or eight different pieces. He's completely... He's been... His head's come off. Look, I am a natural optimist. You are a negative man. I'm a terribly by, negative by man. By nature. 
Yes, it's smashed into seven pieces, but they are seven pretty clean pieces. And I reckon a trip to Hobbycraft and some glue... <laughs> we'll never look the same. <laughs> the worst oh, bit is, though... I've, have surgery. I've, I've hinged this on us, like, bringing good luck to the show. I this know. Is this is an omen. I know. This is an omen. Absolutely stuffed us. Where do we go from here? I've had to, the, the other thing as well, like, I thought he'd be st- stuck in his rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Not loose. He's just loose. Whoever made Grandad, at least put a warning on the box that, you know, he can come away from his chair because he's just fallen straight out like he's had too many sherries. You I, know what I mean? I hear what you're saying, but he's not exactly a new piece of merchandise, is he? Whoever bought and made that, they've looked after him for many years. He's been in your possession for 75 seconds. He's broken. What if it's worth loads of money? I mean, I've picked it up for well, 10... Well, he's not co- now. No, he's not now, is it? I mean, that would be, that'd be straight on Antiques Roadshow. Well, there's obviously a bit of damage and a repair here. So I don't know where this leaves us, to be uh, honest with you. Bad luck, that's but, where. That's what it is, bad luck. Thank so um, I, I hope I haven't cursed anyone with this. Claret on Twitter says, I was there when Grandad fell out of his rocker live on air. It's the Mac Bianco moment all over again, or when the elephant did a poo on Blue Peter. A lot of people telling me off. Uh, John is in Camberley, says, Poor Bush, Richie should be ashamed how much he was laughing. Poor Grandad, may he rest in peace. You, you were in stitches right the way through the following song, and I've, I've taken that to heart, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, I do feel bad. Now... Oh, good. Um... I can help you here. Well, more pertinently, the Home Time Listeners Camp, because they're a caring bunch. Um, right. Dan has called. He is He's hanging on. Dan, tell Bush how you can help. I trained as a model maker, and uh, you know, if you imagine a kind of a, a mix between Sid from Toy Story and the toy repairer okay, Toy Story 2, uh-huh. I'm that guy. Okay, but <laughs> Grandad's head is in about seven or eight different pieces. It's completely detached from his body. It's a horrific scene here in the studio. Surely he's unsavable, Dan. No, no, no. A lot of things can be saved, and if it's uh, if it's more than just gluing, then I can use some model making putty and fill in the gaps, sand it all down, and repaint it. Well, that's an amazing offer, isn't it? It's an amazing offer. So, are you are you saying, Dan, you would you're prepared to do the operation on Granddad, or is this, or, or are you saying this is something that Bush could actually do at home, some kind of backstreet theatre? Yeah, have a go at it. Um, well, I don't, I don't know Bush's uh, model making skills. He's never made a model, um, but I could definitely do it. <laughs> OK, well, it means that there's hope for Grandad, because, I mean, he's in a box in the corner at the moment, it's quite a sorry state, so this gives us hope that he can be fixed. Yeah, yeah, he can. <laughs> and you just, yeah, you sounded so, so upset when he, he fell out the chair. I am. And I can fix him into the chair as well. Oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's where this all started. Get him, get him fixed and strapped in, get a seatbelt on him or something, for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, granddad! Uh, yeah, yeah. Send send him up to me, and I'll uh, and I'll get him fixed up for you. Some very unsympathetic messages coming into the show. Ashley has just tweeted to say you killed granddad, and Beth says you released the demon within. So uh, <laughs> thanks for that. I think mean, you might have done it. I mean, you've been saying it's like it was going to be a lucky charm, a mascot, and you've smashed it. So yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Daily takeaway. 
Ash and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Despite all the things and all the ground that we've covered on this show over the numerous years, it's time for the feature that we get asked about the most. It's Toasty Tuesday. It's time to cook something else. What a week it was last week. Uh, you may remember we had Borsan and Ham in uh, Toasty, and we both absolutely loved it. Uh, Borsan and Ham sounds like a French cartoon. <laughs> it does. It would be on during half term. Borsan and Ham. Uh, in, uh, in our better years as we were growing up. But tonight, the Borsan returns because of the success of Borsan and Ham last week uh, an observation was made that a sweet and savoury uh, toasty could be made using uh, Borsan and that is happening tonight it's Borsan and chocolate so we've got the other half of the Borsan from the other week and a bit yeah. of chocolate in there as well yes. I'm I'm deeply concerned now Remember when we were doing our own toasties a couple of months ago? Did you do chocolate and cheese? Did do chocolate and cheese, yes. So this is, this is a, almost like another song from the same album <laughs> for you. It is, it is. But I think this one's probably more refined because last time we just used a bag of supermarket grated cheese for but, the cheese. But Borsan's got like herbs in it. That's what I'm deeply concerned about. That's, that's why I'm concerned this might not work. This might be a, a bridge too far. I don't think it will be. Did Answer me this simply. Did you enjoy last week's when I heavily dosed everyone up with Borsan? And that was with ham. Yeah, but it didn't have chocolate in it. <laughs> that, that's my concern. And I feel people listening to this right now might have the similar kind of concerns. Suspend your concern. Take a leap of faith. Uh, Richie is constructing tonight's Toasty Tuesday sandwich. It is Borsan and what appears to be dairy milk chocolate. <laughs> it is dairy milk, so at least I've gone the finest chocolate that there is. Uh, so, as ever, uh, the toasty is uh, started to be assembled by heavily buttering uh, the uh, the back of uh, each slice. Can I just say I can smell the borsan? Obviously, this is last week's borsan. Let's not even get into whether that's all right or not. But, but I, can I can tell smell you that, it quite strong. I, I can tell you it does say on the packet that once opened, consume within two days. So, uh... Well, let's not let get that get in the way of... <laughs> An experiment this evening. Uh, so, right. Um, How many nightmares are you going to have after? You know you're supposed to have, like, crazy dreams after cheese. This is a, a heroic uh, Hunter S. Thompson dose is of uh, Borsan. Oh, my, that's a lot of Borsan. Um, it is a lot of Borsan. Oh, my. Uh, but Borsan's quite mild, I would say. Do you remember the BBC did a, a, a documentary ages ago and they tried to recreate Tudor food? Yes. With uh, Mel, Mel and Sue. I, I do I, remember that. I think this is kind of reminding me of, like, something Henry VIII might have eaten. Okay, so uh, each of the uh, slices has got uh, half a wheel of <laughs> of borsan on it. Yeah. Uh, and now a, a standard 110 gram bar of dairy milk chocolate. Uh, that is going to be rudimentally halved in the middle by me. Slap in the middle of the to- of the bread of the toasty. Put that over the top, and that is ready to go in the machine. I, I want to see you cut that in half. There's a huge block of uh, dairy milk right across the centre. Once it's melted, <laughs> anything can be done. <laughs> and it is the moment of truth. It's Toasty Tuesday. Thank you, by the way, for all the brilliant suggestions you guys be sending in. We will get to them at some point. Tonight there was Richie's little creation. Yeah, Borsan and chocolate, dairy milk uh, to be specific. Half a wheel in each toasty and half a chocolate bar in each toasty as well. It's a 50-50 split uh, as you start to cut into yours with your knife and fork already. It says to me you're very eager and looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. That's I, a I'm... small little portion you've got there? The, 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 um, that's not the first time someone said that to me. Uh, it's, it's kind of made people's eyes water during the cooking process because the overwhelming smell of borsan is chive. Yes. So, uh, I mean, interested to see whether it tastes better than it smells. Okay. Here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so <sorry. laughs> That's the first one I've had to gack out. That's chives, like, 
chives, big style. Undercurrent of sock. It's got sock vibes. Oh, come on. Teenage sock vibes. I'm going in for a second bite because I didn't get enough chocolate in that. It was so weird. Someone asked me earlier on today, is, is there, has there been one toasty that you've, you've had to like bin and not been able to touch? I think this could be it. Oh, no. I, I don't know. That's, that's horrible. What do you like about it? It tastes of chives. <laughs> chives should be nowhere near chocolate. I honestly don't think that's that... that I think it's all right. I feel like your your want to make your toasty a good thing uh, is overriding your your uh, independent taste buds. We've never had an argument like this with Toasty Tuesday. It's just it's not happening for me, mate. I'm really sorry. It's 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 a dud. The only thing we can do, the only thing we could possibly do, is is bring in our producer to be a third voice, an independent, an uh, independent uh, third observer. voice. Because there is there is a half here that's not been touched. Well, let's bring in Adam Blix, the uh, UN toasty <laughs> inspector. I mean, it already smells rank. Hi, well, big taste. bigger than that. Come on, big mouthful. Uh, oh, he's oh, gacked oh, out as well. Oh, that is disgusting. There we go. That is wild. <laughs> oh dear. A toasty Tuesday has descended into chaos here, despite the fact uh, that it was a two-to-one involving our producer uh, result in hating the Borsan and chocolate. Uh, we're not settled. No, but it's, it's like being like a... Apologies if you're listening to this while you're having your tea. It's been like a vomitarium <laughs> in the past 15 minutes. People just regurgitating <laughs> up toasty. But I think we're going to push it. It's almost like... Um, you remind me of someone at, uh, like, say, at a craps table in the casino. You want one more throw of the dice. Well, best, only, best of five. I don't, th- I don't think I've had a fair hearing. Yes, it was my suggestion to do Borsan and chocolate. You hated it. Fair enough. Our producer, who we brought in as an independent third voice, even as he was tasting it, took, uh, take, taking his bite, he said, this is going to be disgusting. So he wasn't being open-minded about it. So it might I'm, be the smell. Possibly. I'm refusing his opinion. So our, our second producer, Nick, Nick, who happens to be with us as well this evening, a fourth voice on this, just okay. to find out, all right? Fourth time lucky. There we go. Quite a big mouthful from Nick, almost like a horse. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, he doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> all right, okay. And, and I've seen what he's brought in for lunch before in those Tupperware <laughs> containers. He'll eat anything. All right, I'm done. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So what do we need to get then? What's on the shopping list to get Grandad back to full health? Well, I mean, if we need some serious, like, serious super glue. I've got some at home. I've got some Gorilla Glue. You've got Gorilla Glue. Yeah, that yeah, might yeah. do the trick. I normally buy dirt cheap, one pound super glue, stick my fingers to the newspaper I've got it on top of, and then bin the whole lot. So some pro stuff would be I'm nice. I'm happy to bring in my Gorilla Glue for tomorrow, if you want. That'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, we almost need some sort of, like, clamp and stand, don't we? Clamp and stand sounds like a drum and bass act. <laughs> But yeah, something, anything like that, just to make Grandad's head stay together. Unless we do the surgery on Grandad whilst he's sat in his chair. Well, that was where the problem started in the first place. <laughs> I'm going to glue his ass to it.